last all us at the bar, please. Welcome to Tavern Tales, a curated 5e Dungeons & Dragons adventure set in the tales of the Yawning Portal campaign module by Wizards of the Coast. Previously on Tavern Tales, with Torin leaving the dungeon in accordance with his monkish rites, the remainder of our party have befriended a pair of methods, a sobbing Meepo, and a kobold queen as you infatuated with Sidor. Now they move forward towards Goblin. Come sit down and drink with the enemy, raise a glass and toast to the enemy, and I'm not gonna do this on my own. So come sit down and laugh with the enemy Raise your glass and sing to the enemy And I'm not gonna do this on my own So I won't end up being alone Cause I won't drink my drink alone So what about you? One beer or two I'll drink to you Now where was I? Yestrail had nearly choked on a ring in the throes of, I guess you could call that flirting with Sidork, after the party of hesitant adventurers had finally agreed to go looking for the baby white wormling, Calcrix. They'd only barely left Yestrail's presence when Sidork muttered, I can't believe I just did that. And now let us peek into the adventure itself, as Meepo quietly leads the adventurers back down the dry and dusty hallway, only sniffling and snuffling occasionally, back to the baby dragon's nursery and the great stone doorway to the north, beyond which were goblins be. So does everybody remember where we've been when we left off? There's a door that calls to us. We went back into the area where the goblins uh, took Calcrix. Yeah. Um, so there's some other doors. There was a long hallway with pillars, I believe, or... Lots of entrances. Lots of entrances. We passed lots of doors before we came this way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Sidoric, I have to ask. I mean, I've always kind of cared about that you would one day end up happily settled and happy. And Ystrail does not seem like, how do I put this politely? Uh, uh, Your type? (laughs) What's that supposed to mean? Uh, She seems to involve a lot of lizard. My type is willing. <laughs> yeah, judging on your previous girlf- girlfriends, that makes sense. Um, as long as you're happy, I suppose that's fine. As I make a face. Okay, so the characters have. Well, Oriana takes a moment and she says, uh, Look, Torrin's been a while. I'm just going to go check on him. So goodbye. And then she just up and leaves, and the two methods hang out with you guys the three of you for the moment what does the steam method say yo man where are you going and the ice method uh you stay here i'm gonna go follow her cool, and the two man. methods then well the first method leaves the other method is then left behind and begins to wonder to himself about what the ice method is going to say about him to his new master <laughs> and he quickly flutters off as well leaving but three adventurers to continue on with Meepo towards this door. Now, you've re-entered Calcrix's lair. There's but three of you. Who do I have with me today at the table? Why don't we start with... I'm Juliana. I'm Sidork Silverkin, Warlock. I'm a half-orc. I'm Marie Claire, and I'm Drayden Silverkin, also known as the Fox. 
I'm a half elf fighter and I love my family. I mean, also known as the fox, but no one's really called him the fox. I think I've been called that once. <laughs> You're called foxy, but that's because you'd eaten a lot of fox. And your breath was really foxy. Their hair, it feels nice. It's a pseudonym. It's my hero name. I don't care if you guys call me it. Uh, My name's Aaron, and I am Yashiria the Cleric. Excellent. Cleric of? The Sun God Paylor. 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 We're finally getting that. All right. So Meepo takes you into this room. It's his home. He swings by. He picks up a small satchel of his belongings. He has uh, tucked away with his furs. And he shoulders that and he walks over to this door. And... I'll describe this door. Is the is the door in the same room? Yes, it is the door of value. It is the one that he pointed out to being the most valuable door that Sidoric initially was like, well, let's go through that door because that's where the valuables are. Right. Um, does it look like a normal door? The door does not look like a valuable door. In fact, this door's locks and hinges have been utterly destroyed, bent and ripped out, and there are boards and boxes leaning against it now to keep it closed. It looks as though it has been destroyed from the other side, as there are pieces and flecks of splinter that are pushing through to your guys' side. Meepo begins to move the boards and boxes, and every now and again as he's hefting these heavy things out of the way, he looks at the group or at one of you and sighs. And moves another box. Yeah. No, I'll, no, I'll help him move the boxes, but I'm also going to look at the door to see if it needs, like, to be repaired. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I might, I might not repair it now, but I, I just want to kind of take a look to see what's involved to maybe fix it up so it, it will actually offer some sort of protection. Your carpentry skills are second to none. You have every ability to repair and fix this door with alacrity. Uh, it would just take a long rest yeah no i wasn't planning on most likely okay. build a completely new door okay from the boxes and the boards that are available to okay. you here nonetheless you assist in the removing of those boxes and boards and you are freed from the uh, the confines of calcrix's former room now you are moving east the door opens upon a dusky dark corridor that is about 10 feet wide and 25 feet long that ends with a sharp right turn to the south. Uh-oh. I'm kind of lost. So you uh, easily proceed along there. Meepo walks along through. It's got a dusty, um, musty smell to it as though no one's been in this corridor for a long time. It doesn't get much use. It narrows to only five feet wide down this southern corridor and then opens up to another corridor that heads a further east by another 40-odd feet. That ends, or seems to initially end at a dead end, but there's actually a door on the left-hand side right up against the far wall to the north. So there's a door to the north. All you've done is walk down a corridor. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'm turn. just trying to drive the map. A little so. dog leg. Yeah, you're lost on paper, but in the world of the imagination, you are right where you're supposed to be. Excellent. So the door stands there. Meepo is now, in, he takes his place in the back of the party. He's sniffling and snuffling has largely been uh, eliminated uh, from his heavy lifting and hard work of moving those boxes. And he stands available for any questions you may have of him. But he I largely will look down to him and say, "Have you ever been down this corridor, Meepo?" <laughs> Meepo would never 
go down this corridor. The goblins are here. Uh, I look at my siblings and say, we might be fighting soon. I'm going to make sure I have mage armor cast on myself. As described earlier, mage armor is always active, but... In order to do so, you have to eliminate one of your warlock daily spells, like your warlock spells, um, which gives, might not be as useful for you. It gives me it just in like general. Right. That was one of the warlockian invocations you Eldritch took. Eldritch invocation. Yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, mage yeah. armor is always up, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Just want to make sure. Um, the glowing, shimmering essence of magic illuminates and protects you by Luthic's motherly hand. Mm. I really um, wanted to say teat, so the, but I thought. Hand is maybe perhaps a hand is more PG. Uh, I think we're all at uh, uh, there's nothing plus not two PG wisdom, right? All of us are at plus two wisdom. Uh, yep, plus four. Uh, you sure you do want to assist me in uh, looking at this door to see if there's anything weird about it? Of course, brother. Yashiri is plus four. You're yes. plus four in wisdom? I sure Yashiri am. is a cleric. You should investigate the shit out of this. I will help you. You. What are you over. specifically investigating of the door? looking at it. To see if it's trapped or there's... But how any... is it trapped? What is the specific um, trap that you're looking for? Something... Well, you're sure you're the one that's looking, but I suspect that there might be some sort of mechanism to either alarm or poison or something if you open the door is it like a regular doorknob or like more like a perception check than a specific investigation check no but it's wisdom right so is it perception okay either way so i will help you the day okay and you're aided which means you have advantage on the roll so roll two d20s 18 and a five well i don't i I never need to know what the losing die is just so you guys know if it's advantage you only have to tell me the 18 top one. plus your pluses. and if it's disadvantage you have to tell me the bottom one you said perception correct yeah. 22 excellent you uh-huh. perceive a door <laughs> it has ah, a handle that's why i said investigation <laughs> well again <laughs> investigation is for things that you know are there and perception is for things that you don't know are there. I'll like to do an arcana check on it. See if there's any magical barriers or locks on it. You have yourselves a door. Yeah. I'm trying to check if it's trapped. And yeah, you're like, fuck no. Magic. Can't check if it's trapped. Magic trap. Okay. I think, we're, I think we might be, I think we might gonna, be looking I'm, too much into this. <laughs> let's ask Meepo to open it. <laughs> he doesn't want to. I'll open it. It's fine. Sure. I'll you die. Open the door. Sweet. (laughs) All that. This chamber is empty, and it is home to only rat droppings, crumbled flagstones, and stains. However, since you are all eagerly looking and inspecting and whatnot, without any difficulty at all, you can see, finally, humanoid footprints passing from where you're going to the next door. In the rat poop. Well, no, around the rat poop. Or the rat poop happened after the footsteps. Daintily um, stepped right. around it. Yeah, not necessarily. In, in like the dust, because this is not a well-used room or something. No, there's a great deal of dust. Okay. Um, you can make a survival check to sure. determine how, how I, I got recent the handled. rat droppings are or how recent the footsteps were. Anybody else? You all uh, make, make the roll. Don't be reliant upon Drayden to be the only one who rolls a 17. die. 20. 15. You all are more than capable of realizing that the rat tracks are extremely recent. Maybe even only, maybe even less than a day old. Mm. And the humanoid tracks though are about a month old. And they seem to have been made by three or four human sized people moving across the area to the north. I believe that the humans that have gone missing from 
the village nearby could have gone this way. Their mom's name was Carolyn. Meepo, remind me, did the humans, did you come across them before or after Calcrix had been taken from you so wrongfully? Meepo knows the humans came through. Eustrail gave them permission to continue on to truck with goblins, defeat them and kill them and rend their gruesome little hearts out of their bodies. All right, all right. Calm down. But it's important for us to know if they... Yeah, Meepo breaks down into tears. I give it a bit of a kick. Like, come on, let's not do that. And then lies on the floor and asks for death. Uh, I can give him what he seeks. (laughs) Meepo, it's very important for us to understand it. Was Calcrix taken before or after the humans came through? Well, as I said in the previous game session, Calcrix was taken after the humans came through. It is a very recent development that Calcrix has been taken by these goblins. The humanoids went through, and as Yusdrael said previously, previously on Tavern Tales, no, as Yusdrael said previously, that the humanoids were granted passage through kobold lands because they hadn't killed any kobolds to go and fight goblins. I just didn't remember that. I'm sorry. Okay. Her name's Sharwin and Talgan. But there would be three of them. Two. There's just two of them. There's three... Well, those are the siblings. Those are the siblings we're after. But there's three sets of footprints, Sidork. What a twist. <laughs> hmm. The plot. Guys, thickens. I mean, I read this all the time. So, I'm, I mean, I'm very well acquainted with what's going on. You also went to a little little chapel, a little place, a little shrine. Right, yeah. What did you encounter? What did you find out there? Somebody went with them from the Palor place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ishiri is like, I knew, I knew that, but I didn't know that. And, and Aaron looks uh, one, one way, then the other with his eyes, like, uh, damn it, they found me out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You remember, was, you remember that now? It was the shrine of the sun god. Yes. Paylor. I apparently felt nothing of. Exactly. Nor do you recall much of, because. Nope. Do you remember his name? Paylor. That well, <laughs> I got that part. No, the name of the paladin that went through, I believe it was Sir Bralford. Bralford. Yeah, I believe Bralford. I could spend the time looking it up, what but I'd dork. rather play the game. <laughs> All right. Good old um, Ralph. Well, there's nothing to see here, and I stomp right through the room and open the next door. Right. You Wrapped stomp it. right through and open the next door. I've stepped in worse things. So dork. I've seen your bedroom caravan. <laughs> When I had to take care of the elephants. <laughs> I had to take care of the world's tiniest pony. Little Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. He had a good heart. Everyone loved him. Everyone loved Sebastian. Little Sebastian. Little Sebastian. The way, the way he would neigh. You open the door with nary a care for the world, and a bell rings loudly. God damn it! (laughs) Do you say that in character? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Quite loudly? No, just under my breath. God damn it! It sure didn't sound under your breath as the bell chimes. Ding-a-ling, ding-a-ling. Oh, well, I was going to knock, but there we go. Have we walked into a store, brother? It sounds like a shop giant. It is none of those things. But that is neither here nor there. Dust and odd bits of stony debris and rubble lie scattered on the floor. An ornate fountain is built into the eastern wall. Though cracked and stained, the fountain's overarching carving of a diving dragon retains its beauty. A relief-carved stone door stands also on the western wall. And to the north, there is a ten-foot by ten-foot 
opening, not like a carved opening, stones are all properly laid and placed and whatnot, that leads on into further recesses to the north. So again, fountain on your right-hand side, door on your left. The carvings on the western door show skeletal dragons. There is a draconic inscription on the door, so it's written in draconic runes that none of you can read, and it is, uh, that's there. Then the opening to the north. What would you guys like to do? Jot. Yeah, what do you want? What's the source of this bell? You know... Wait, source of what? The ringing noise. Yeah, do we see any bells? Oh, well, guys, you don't need to ask Jot about the bells. No, I, the, the I bell was asking is... him to, to translate the draconic. Oh, well, I thought we should maybe Look, figure out what why the don't you guys are. know what you want? So the ringing's not a big deal anymore right now? The ringing of the bell, there was a bell trap that was hung to the back of the door, and when the door right. opened, it rang the bell. Oh. Loudly, yes. So it was a shop chime. Exactly like a shop. We've come shopping for golden apples. Hopefully they're in season. <laughs> okay, well, Jot. Oh, <laughs> I sound like Jot. <laughs> Jot. Yeah, what do you want? What does the door say? Yeah, um, door. You know, you've been asking me to read a lot of this stuff lately, and yeah, I got a nice shiny crown out of it, but uh, I think I'm going to start charging for translation services, if you don't mind. Well, you're riding around for free. Uh... Uh, I'm rubbing backs and scratching. I thought that, you know, we had a quid pro quo going there on that. But come on, Duke Jock, you have to be a fair ruler. I really, I mean, I'm good, but I I mean, I I can fly on my own. That's not costing me nothing either. I'm just kind of hover beside you. I don't need to be on you. I mean, it's just nice to be touching you. Seems like you have to be on me. Hairless back and all. Anyway, nonetheless. So, look. I'll translate this shit for you, but it's going to cost you. I'm thinking... Like, a hundred gold a translation. And he, like, gets all down into the, you know, the art of the deal. <laughs> By Donald J. Trump. <laughs> this is the worst deal of all deals that I've ever heard in my entire life. I got bigly translation skills, I'm telling you. I got all the translation skills. Have you seen my hands? These are not tiny hands. That's true. They're <laughs> massive manly hands. These are uh, big hands. hands. Perhaps you should set up a contract for which he translates for each dungeon. Wow, that's like, why, why are we letting him in on all our conversations? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yasharia, let me speak with you for a moment. This, this is you and me, right? Right, bud? Zidork? What do you think? hundred gold a translation. After the dungeon, I'll give you a hundred gold. Per translation, I do. Per a hundred translations. That's like one gold. Trans- what if I don't, if I only do 99 translations, then do I not get a hundred gold? Well, if you read the subsection, you would have seen that no, What you subsection? Don't. <laughs> well, exactly. You should have read it before we started these negotiations by even entering these negotiations. You've already brought it down to 50 silver. Oh, okay. Sorry. The, okay. We are actually dickering. That's a good dickering. I was really confused for a moment. All right. So... I'm thinking, yeah, you said 50 silver a translation. Ah, 20 gold a translation. That's not good to you. 45 silver. Yeah, that is less. <laughs> <laughs> you're striking a hard bargain here. You're, you're breaking my balls. Yo, 25 I, silver. I came down like like 80 gold a okay, translation. Okay, 15 silver, the highest you I can go. Well, I mean, I don't. you don't need to know this shit. I don't need to tell it to you. John, do you want to get paid or not? John, Who else is going to pay race, you? This has been a long time problem that Sidork has never asked to run the ticket booth because he does not understand how money works. I apologize, your grace. 
Okay, good. So Duke Jot, we would love to offer you five gold, a translation at the end. Drayden will pay everything in full at the end of the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> campaign? What is it? Look, you pay me we five have gold to find every the time there's a translation. I will put the gold in my pocket. We may not be able be to good. pay you right away. Don't you have five gold? I left it under my bed. No. Master? I mean, in my secret spot. Oh, in your yeah. lady cave. <laughs> How much money do we have, dude? I have, I have fifteen gold, and I have seven silver. I only have seven gold. I also have fifteen. <laughs> do we have shared money? I don't think we've really found much money. We haven't really. No, we found all that money in the freaking dragon yeah but then person. everyone took a bunch of it and I don't yeah know how everyone much. got like i didn't write down anything yeah no everybody took a small amount of it and you put all the rest of the gold on your sheet i did yes as the horde master you judging were by that response so. you should know that i probably didn't do that this is your job dude this is my job and to I'm... stink yep boom nope. i got nothing it's somewhere in here i know so in other words, we handed out the horde master to Aaron. Probably shouldn't have done that. Is that what we're saying? I would I would go on a limb and say no. We probably shouldn't have done that. You do have five gold. Mark your five gold off on your personal character sheet. He will gladly do tra- any translations you want for five gold if that seems reasonable to you. Okay, John. You have a deal. That works for you, and that works for me. Drayden will cover all expenses. What? He's not my all right, dude. Fork it over. Give me five gold. Literally, you're the one who wanted the thing hey. red. So I, I take the gold from Sidork and I give it to you. <laughs> give All it right. to Jot. All right. He Wait, takes. How the, does he hold it? He I'm interested. He takes the five gold and he puts it in his pocket. He has pockets. I thought he was naked. Well, yeah. you're a pervert. Wow. I mean, he's got like stuff. He's got a little bag or whatever. Oh, okay. Maybe he has a mini school bag of holding. Who knows? That would be amazing. It's really, it's for the familiar to determine. All right. And, and then he translates it for you. He says, yep. it's, uh, some sort of inscription. It says, rebuke the dead. Open the way. Huh. It's kind of cold over here, too. So there could be undead in there? Undead dragons? Undead dragons in there? Possibly. That's what's carved around. Do they blow fire or... Ice fire. I saw that episode. Yeah, I saw that episode, too. It's. I thought it was like magic fire. So that's what's <laughs> on this door. So did anybody want to look at the fountain? Yeah, I'll look at the fountain, too. Sure. A thin layer of scum coats the fountain's basin. But it is otherwise dry. It's a good thing that Torn's not here because he would totally eat this. Since you're over there, make me a perception check. Sure. 17. You can see that faintly that there are draconic runes inscribed on the basin's front that are mostly worn away. There's more draconic over here. Right. Yep. Okay. I'm here. Holds out his hand. Yeah, I'll give him five gold. He says, right. So this stuff says, uh, he comes over and he whispers it to you. He says, the draconic is, it says, let there be fire. Hmm. But if you want the draconic words for that, I can tell you what those are. Sure. He tells you the words in draconic. Aaron, what are those words? There you go. Wow, that sounded really good. (laughs) The faintest amount of Klingon he knows. Yeah, no, I know. I was like a little touch of Klingon, but it's possible draconic. I'm I'm impressed. Nonetheless, it's awesome. It's great. So that's what Jot says. Those are the actual words uh, to you. Who has the uh, green flame torch? I think it was Torrin, uh, maybe. No, that was me. I'm pretty sure it was oh, Yashiria, because you, you can't see. I have the green see. flame torch. Do you, yeah. that, do you want to hold it to the fountain, maybe? Sure. Do you try to repeat the draconic words, though? Yeah, I'll try. Say it. <laughs> I wish you best of luck. Duvrak seshu. So when you say the words aloud in, in a 
actual voice as though Drayden is trying to a remember the words. Do yeah, that's about right. Well, so Jot's trying to correct you on your pronunciation. While that is happening, reddish liquid begins to well from the diving dragon's mouth. Ooh. Pour and, and begins to build up there to pour down into the dry basin below. Does it, like not touching it, but like hand near it, does it feel warm? Yeah, sure. It feels warm. It definitely has a glitter to it that appears to be magical as this fluid, this thick fluid begins to pour from the dragon's mouth. It's and not like lava or anything like no, that. No, no, nothing like that. Seems to be a magical fluid. How do you hold a magical fluid? Magic. In your mouth. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) That's interesting. I wonder why there was scum in the bottom of that. So does anyone have any empty bottles or anything? You might be able to put the... Yeah. What exactly is in a Dungeoneer's pack? Does that have anything I can use? I have a water skin. Hey, is it empty? I don't know. I've been drinking it for a couple of days, so probably. I mean, you probably have been filling it up too. Do you wish to go without a water skin and put this magical fluid. Sidoric, will you share your water skin with me? Uh, okay. <laughs> but you have to make sure you don't get any cooties on it. I don't have cooties. Um, just in case then. Do you still have that cold sore? It's not a cold sore. It's just a big pimple. God. You let me know if you need me to pop that for you. Only this one on my back, but Jot got it earlier. Ugh. <laughs> So All right, so you I empty out the dregs of your. I offer the water skin water around skin. to finish off the rest of it. Yeah, and then I will attempt to catch some of the liquid. In. Sure. Yeah. Make a intelligence or dexterity check of your choice. They are straight both up with equal. no real proficiency associated therein. All right, eleven. That is enough. Yeah, you can collect up all of the contents of this magical fluid that lies within. Yeah, you can give it a little taste. Sure, with the tip of my pinky yeah just the tip Deek. just the tip you take give it a little taste to figure out uh, what sure. this possibly is and you have a trickle of flame comes uh, forth from your lips Poof. like you had <laughs> like you just lit a match when you put the little taste in your mouth it's like a breath juice breath fire juices. whiskey like my fire hair. whiskey <laughs> yeah you can make an arcana check your typical arcana person is not here but oh, your he's al- alternative arcana. Arcana, plus four. your yeah. alternative arcana okay. person is here so that person can make a check is it like yeah that's more 19. than enough wow you determine that this is in fact a potion of fire breath it does not necessarily have to go to drain but how many uh estimated uses is there Uno. Oh, you drink it and you breathe the whole, fire. Whole water skin. But you breathe the fire for a little bit. I don't think it's a single action. It is in the Dungeon Master's Guide. You can have a quick look at that if you would like to. Don't ask me what page it's on. Can I, I don't really care. Handbook, please. Yeah. The fountain groans, creaks. The last drip and dreb of magical fluid leaks from it. The dragon head's tip is shaken. really yeah and it goes limp and lifeless are we gonna be able to use like any of of this in this episode (laughs) all of its magic is spent (laughs) (laughs) see that's that now you're standing 
there is this door to your left. Mm -hmm. It is intriguing to you. Furthermore, as you have stood in here, you can see that the dusty footprints of many goblins and the tracks of several medium humanoids have continued on from this room through the opening to the north. However, the door to the left still beckons as an interesting puzzle. Yashiria, since you're not busy looking at the dragon mouth dripping fluids or having a conversation with jot do you spend your time investigating this door or what do you do i'll investigate the door when you get within five feet of the door the air noticeably cools and as you get even closer to the door it becomes even cooler goose bumples bring up on uh, any exposed flesh that yashiria has which is really not much given what she wears but like along the back of your neck the small 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 hairs stand up you get a feeling give me a wisdom check i got a feeling oh Whoa. natural 20 taylor's Whoop. breathing Whoop. on your Whoop. like Whoop. back of your neck taylor taps you on the shoulder yeah <sighs> you're you are wise in the ways of wisdom yashiria you know that this door seals the dead but that you have the right and requisite ability to open it as you would need to a mage could cast knock and open this door there would be no other way to open it with lockpick tools or the tools but you know that if you turn the dead in some capacity or cast some death rebuking spell the door would open to your touch i got spare the dying no you should be able to you're, turn you're level two don't you get turn the dead yeah don't you it's have under channel divinity yes cool brothers this door the dead are behind it oh <laughs> there's there be dead inside it's like come dead don't inside yeah <laughs> like you know the walking yeah <laughs> yeah well then we shouldn't open it unless we want to fight them all what do you think fox oh hey <laughs> i already answered so we we only have two exits from this door other than the way we came right there was one in this room there's the way through almost straight through and then this door right Correct. There's, or, okay. There's the door as well as the the way open way to the north. And there doesn't seem to be like footprints that head towards this door. No, you're collecting fluid at the moment, so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't. I'm fire breathing breath. Yeah, we could. This is not the way of Calcrix, though. Hmm. I doubt. Or the boys, even though they're not children. But there might be stuff behind that door, so there's always that. Yeah, swag. <laughs> we we do like swag. Is Meepo still with us? Oh, yeah. He's standing in the back. Meepo, what can you tell us about this door? Meepo doesn't know anything. Meepo's never been over here. It's scary. Hmm. You can open it if you like. I know that the sun likes to scorch all the undead from the world. All right. Let's open the door. I will place my hand on it. Yep. And whisper an incantation to myself. To yourself? Okay. To myself. What is the incantation? May the sun eradicate the dead. The door glows blue and swings open to your touch. Please make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Ten. I would like a a wisdom saving throw from everyone first. Do I do it again? This is a different save, so yes, make that check. Twenty. Seventeen. Six. (laughs) This is why you open the door. Okay, so you go to open the door. You put your hand on it. You say the words you've said and made paylor scourge the dog i don't i don't it, it was good whatever it was it was awesome i liked it it's good color. keep it up kid. but i don't remember exactly what those words were <laughs> nonetheless you say the words the door slides open and then there is this 
sound of cutting air, Drayden notices in time a scythe, a wicked looking scythe with this oaken handle and very wicked looking head on it fall on a lever, fall from the ceiling behind the door right towards Yashiria. You may, because you have noticed this, call out to Yashiria in some way. And if I so like what you say or do, I will grant Yashiria advantage on her dexterity saving throw. Me? Yeah, yeah oh. you're, you got the 20, dude. Oh, well, you're yeah, the 20 okay. noticing. The only one who notices the scythe from behind is it's... I noticed that... Swicker swacks. Um, I noticed it actually, the breath, the wind? It, you didn't notice anything. Oh. It Actually, it's behind... Well, you said Drayden. It's within the Sidork, room. So. Sorry, mm-hmm. Sidork notices it within the room. It actually falls. It's going to nail Yashiria from behind. <laughs> Yashiria, death comes at you. I, li- I like it. I think that qualifies. <laughs> 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 Two thumbs way like, up. Please? This is, I, Critics it, acclaim. It gets the Cisco uh, and Ebert on that one. Yeah, hold on here a second. Can I give you a blue? I have a blue. We got to see what the admin says. Sis admin, what's up? Why we leg? All right. I will, <laughs> I will allow it. I don't like it. Actually, I don't like it. I'm not going to allow it. You okay. have a normal roll. Did he already D20. roll? 20 no. here, here is the dexterity saving yeah. throw. <laughs> All right, so no, I lied. I will allow it. You may roll as well. You may roll again. I, w- I just want to see another bad it roll. Probably would have killed me. Uh, what is the total? What did you, what did you get for total? Sixteen. Uh oh. You take four points of slashing damage. Uh, I'm sad now. That's not that much though. Nah, it's pretty, you're you're a beefcake. The door has opened. You've taken this scythe to the back. Anybody who takes a look at the scythe can see it is a pretty wicked looking scythe. Is there draconic written on it too? No. But if you were to find a way to disentangle it from the roof. I will take that thing. You'd have to figure out a way to disentangle it from the roof. You would take it. It is a non-magical plus one scythe. Ooh. Is it tied in? Yeah, it's totally hooked in. You'd need to spend some time to unhook it. Okay. I'll uh, tied all right. Hey, Sidor, can you uh, give me a boost? Actually, you're sure you're stronger. You still hurting? I'll be all right, brother. Here, boost me up. All right, Yashiria boosts you up, totally disregarding all of your like. You'll be okay. That scythe just hurt me. Just walk it off. <laughs> Ow! It's still sticking out of Yashiria, and you're like, boost me up. I, I'll take it down. <laughs> yeah, this is not the first time that she has been stabbed. <laughs> Nor will it be the last. So yeah, Slashed. okay, Yashiria, you help. You help Drayden up. Drayden, it's an easy check. I'm not even going to require a roll right. to take I, uh, down the I, like, scythe. Unhook it. You unhook the scythe. Now you're carrying this wicked and nasty looking. <laughs> it's like a hand scythe? It or is like... a two-handed reaping scythe. Yeah. Oh my God. Ooh. Yeah, Two-handed reaping scythe plus one. Sweet. You look like death. Is it, with, it's uh, with plus one on attack cloak. or plus one on damage? It is a plus one. So it was but one, plus one to both. But it is not <gasps> magical. It is just extremely well-crafted. Nonetheless, the door has opened upon five dusty sarcophagi. Three to the north, two to the south. Standing upright. They're not laying down. Mm-hmm. In this silent chamber. Each of these carved stone coffins resembles a noble elf-like humanoid in ceremonial robes. An altar with images of dragons carved into its black obsidian, is set in the center of the west wall. A single candle burns brightly upon the altar, and next to that candle is a small whistle and a crystal flask. Now, you 
swiftly recall. The flagon with the dragon has the brew that is true. The flagon with the dragon <laughs> has the blue brew that is true. The chalice with the palace, sorry. You swiftly recall that you have seen these sorts of effigies carved onto sarcophagi before. That these are the dragon priests of Ashardalon. Not that you may know that name. Did I tell you that name yet? No, no I, d- I don't recall that one. That's no. another five gold for uh, translations. Whoa, whoa, translations, whoa, whoa. Translations. I, I don't have any more money. No. Just like, damn it, I gave that one away for free. So yeah, the symbol of the draconic rune that you guys drew into your pieces of paper is the symbol for Ashardalon. An ancient red dragon laid low hundreds of years ago, supposedly, and that this potentially was his citadel. Ah, sunless. Well, it would be now as it sank. So, what did he call it before then? Probably a Chardelon citadel. Sun citadel. Or the the <laughs> massive erection of a Chardelon. I don't know what he called. Hey, it. Ooh, his like uh, second trying to make up for something citadel. <laughs> overcompensation <laughs> citadel. Over, overcompensation citadel. <laughs> he yes. had his dragon priests out there day in and day out polishing the ere- <laughs> that massive erection. Yes. Until it shone glowingly in the sun. Burst in the sunlight. So the. <laughs> <laughs> five sarcophagi stand stand up. They're not laying down, yeah. and they look very similar to the sarcophagi of the troll dragon priest. So there's previous. probably going to be cool stuff in each of these sarcophagi. But what are the guesses that there's also undead, either trolls or otherwise, in here? One hundred percent. I'm gonna go take a look at the candle. Is it sure. green yeah. flame? All right. So that's what you're up to. What's everybody else up to? I'll cautiously I'll... follow behind Raiden. Okay. And I'll take a look at the flask. Okay, your feet cross the threshold oh, of this doorway. Skyrim music I'm, starts playing. Yeah, I'm actually <laughs> cringing like. <laughs> the sarcophagi lids slide open with a stony rasp We're and fall heavily. Idiots. The sarcophagi lids slide open with a stony rasp cracking and breaking upon the ground before them, and the skeletal remains of the inhabitants climb haltingly out, dressed in dry and desiccated garb. Their remains are dusty and brittle, and they make their way haltingly towards you. concludes this episode of Tavern Tales, a curated Dungeons & Dragons 5e game set in the Tales of the Yawning Portal Adventure module by Wizards of the Coast. Our intro and outro music is the song Tavern Tales by the Bad Billy Band. You can find out more about the Bad Billy Band on iTunes or at www.badbillyband.com or follow them on Twitter at Bad Billy Band. Thanks for listening. Please feel free to leave us a review on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Tavern underscore Tales. We'll be back next week with more of the adventure.